Blessings and blessings. Welcome to my show. I'm your host, Preston Smiles, and I am a best-selling author, international speaker, coach, leader in the transformational and personal development space, business mentor, manifestation expert, father, husband, and weapon for God's love. And on this podcast, we will discuss money, mindset, motivation, inspiration, spirituality, manifestation, overcoming fear to give you tips and tools so that you may live your best life now. Make sure you connect with me at PrestonSmiles.com or on YouTube or Instagram at Preston Smiles. This is a Soul Fire production. Blessings and blessings. Today's transmission is... The five principles to attracting, aka also known as calling in the one. Oh my goodness. And I do mean that. My goodness. I'm experiencing a deep, deep uh, heart smile. You know that feeling when, you, when your heart is smiling? When, when the cells of your being are smiling? That's what I'm experiencing right now because I'm so excited to be sharing with you guys these five principles. I did a video that went viral probably seven years ago on this very subject. And since then, the principles have remained the same, but the the deepening of my understanding of each of these principles is at a whole nother level. And so I'm excited to talk to you guys about this amazing subject. something that is inevitable in the context from which I see and experience calling in the one. So I want to do some caveats. What's true for me is that we can't not call in our one. What's true for me is that whether you try or don't, anybody who comes into your space for any given amount of time is in fact your one. They are your one for now. Your one for that season. Your one for that lesson. Your one for that moment. And, and, and I was having a conversation. I was coaching somebody two days ago on this very subject. Cause she said, uh, in essence, like, Hey, you know, I was dating this guy and it it went really well for three months. And then he ghosted me, you know, what's wrong with my vibration. And I reflected to her and asked her some powerful questions around what part of her has made this wrong or bad. She in essence was trying to enroll me into the idea that she was somehow messing up that there was somehow something wrong with her vibration. And therefore, she kept attracting these terrible guys who didn't fit the bill. And I asked her, did you have fun? And she sort of paused and looked at me and it's like, she said, yeah, I had a whole bunch of fun. I said, do you have amazing sex? She said, yeah, I did. Did you learn some powerful lessons? Yeah, I did. Okay. So given that, 
if you were having this conversation with your daughter, would you say, would you tell your daughter her vibration was messed up? And then I offered her a reminder, which is if we let go of the concept of time, because time was the thing that was messing her up. Oh, it wasn't three years. It wasn't 30 years. So therefore it must be wrong, bad, et cetera. Fill in the blank. If we let go of the concept of time and we just remind ourselves that uh, time is an illusion, and yes, there is something beautiful and magical about going deep with one person over a long period of time, but long is subjective and relative. How many of you have had a conversation with somebody in 10 minutes that transformed your life, and yet you have friends that you've been friends with for 20 years that haven't gone that deep with you? So it's not necessarily about time. It's about, it's about courage. It's about a willingness to open one's heart. It's about a, a sacred dance that's happening in a moment. And whether you are available for that sacred dance, that's the first part to caveat this conversation. The second part for me, because we are vibrational beings, we always in always attract some version of what we're vibrating at. And I don't believe in toxic people or bad people or wrong people. I just believe in toxic combinations. I believe in lessons. I believe in seasons. I believe in, in, in the goodness of this thing that I have labeled God and that it, it, God, has never forsaken and never will forsake you nor myself. That is my truth. And so for me, this whole conversation is about alignment. Alignment with the truth of your being. If you believe that you are perfect, whole, and complete, if you believe that you are a unique emanation of the most high, if you trust that there's, there's magic to you, just like the rainbow, just like the sunset, just like the puppy, just like the baby, if you believe and you trust that and align your thoughts, words, and actions, ooh, threefold beings, body, mind, and soul, ooh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, where do we need to go with this uh, conscious, uh, unconscious, super conscious, id, uh, super id, and ego, let's go, oh, oh, P is on the flow, he's flowing, so, so, so if, if, if you're aligning your thoughts, your words, and your actions with that one truth, going back to it, I am perfect, whole, and complete, not broken, not bad, not wrong, not forsaken, then the only thing that can come back to me by way of the magnet that I be is more of that. Mm. Let the church that is not the church say amen. Oh, I love it. I love it. Blessings and blessings. Okay. So let's go into number one. Those are my, that's my caveat. Um, I actually have one more, one more, and then we'll go in and I'm going to do this quick. My other caveat is being clear enough to the best of your ability on what you believe you will care about in seven to 10 years. Because oftentimes the, the ego mind, the wounded ego mind will say, I want my one. I'm calling in the one. And what I want is this bad boy. Or even, it won't even consciously say that. But will you want, will you desire that bad boy when you're 38, 48, 58, 
being clear on your values and where you're going, right? This where I am and where I'm going. If you're calling in your one and you know that you have, let's call it a childhood wound of reenacting why you're not good enough by way of your dad not being there or your mom not being there or somebody hurting you very young, then I would take note of, does this person fit my values of today and tomorrow? And by tomorrow, I mean 10 years from now, or, or do they just fit my values of today? Is, is this just a lust conversation meets X, Y, and Z, but will, will I, right? This is the question you get to sit with. And I'll, I'll use something I've noticed in some of my male friends is they attract, attracted and desired early these entrepreneurial powerhouse women who were climbing up the mountain just like them. And in the long run, what they actually desired was uh, some type of hybrid version of that archetype where there was still some nurture and some uh, divine feminine that didn't need to be in logic, reason, structure and climbing the mountain. And so the collision with the past version of themselves and the, the one they were growing into creates this conflict in their relationship. Oh, I wanted a nurturer in the long run. But what I attracted, what I called in, what I thought I desired was, I won't say the opposite of that, but some version of it. I've, I've literally had that conversation with multiple men. And I'll do an entire another podcast on the, the pendulum swing of what we saw, especially for those of us who grew up in the 80s, 70s, late 70s, early 80s, 90s. Uh, where because women were suppressed, there's no other way around it, for so long, the, the generation that grew up in the late 70s, early 80s, 80s, and then early 90s, uh, it appears like the pendulum has swung way over to, to one side where it's like, no, I, I will be the breadwinner. I will be this. I will be that. And then some of those uh, amazing queens are also recognizing that they didn't leave much space for relationship. They didn't leave much space for, for uh, learning how to dance with the masculine or learning how to put some of their masculine down so there's enough for their partner. There's an entire world inside of that that I will do a whole separate podcast on. And I love you guys. And I hope that when you're hearing this, you don't hear me judging you because we're all in this thing together. I'm just sharing with you because I coach men and women. I have a, actually have a program uh, that's going to be starting soon called Stretch 22 where uh, I hold people in this beautiful container um, because uh, often people don't have the money that it would take to work with me one-on-one. So I created a program where they still get a lot of me and my coaches. And we, we really build and, and, and help you break free from a lot of what we're talking about here. So uh, all that to say, being aware of what your values will be later. And if you're a, a woman who grew up with a nurturing and yet driven father and you call in now, like you're attracted to now, this ultra spiritual sort of like go with the flow guy, will you want that later? Or will you punish him for that later? Will you be upset with him being in the flow later? 
where you want him to make decisions, take the thing and make it happen later. Because right now, maybe you don't care, but will you care later? That's the question. So let's go into the five ways to call in the one, to attract the one, all those things. Step number one, principle number one is you must decide that it is possible. Hear me, guys. Everything that ever happens for you starts with a decision that it's possible. Literally, it could be as easy as you must decide that you can walk and go get coffee down the street. It starts with a decision, though. So you must decide that it's possible for you, which goes back to some what I was speaking about earlier, which is whatever, whatever faith or, or system you believe in, whatever God or whatever that thing is, do you believe that thing has forsaken you or do you believe that thing loves you enough that it's possible for you to also meet your one? Often we get so attached. Every guy has to be the guy. And I'm reminding you to let go and let God just make the decision. We got to start with the decision. Yes, it's done. I'm in process. I'm calling it in. Now I get to work. That's number one. Principle number two, and this is a really big one, is be what you desire. Whatever you're calling in from that person, be it. I I cannot tell you how many times I've coached people who literally are none of the things they're asking for. They li- I want somebody honest. I want somebody discerning. I want somebody who's X, Y, and Z. I want somebody who's driven and, and has their, their, their life and their purpose and their business all together. And I'm like, yo, you don't have that together. You don't even have any, like half of that. So uh, remember, we only attract who and what we are at any given moment. And I, it doesn't have to be exact. It just has to be a vibrational match. And so if you are going to have this list, right? I'm not a fan of list. I'm not calling them wrong, but I'm just not a fan of list. I didn't make a list when I called in Alexi. I just said, let me be the greatest version of me. Let me get so in alignment with my heart. Let me get so uh, clear about who and what I am that the only thing that can come to me is somebody who's also in that space. And that is exactly what happened. Did I have, did I visualize uh, love and scenes and did I, like I, I, I had a chance to go to Paris and I said, no, I'm going to wait because I want to go to Paris with my one. And I was, I was, I was creating space. Ooh, let this land. I was creating space for my one years before I ever met her. So be what you're calling in. Guess what? She was doing the same. There was, there was things she was holding off. There was places she was, she, was, she, was, she was working in for the sake of what we are experiencing now. I couldn't be the parent or husband or anything that I am without the work that I did seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago. All of that counted. Be what you desire. Uh, that's number two. Number three is be discerning with who you share your body with. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. And when you begin to swirl your energies with other people that do not vibrationally match with you, number one, it could be dangerous. I have had multiple clients who received the gift of herpes and HPV and a lot of other things through allowing their animal body to make the decisions more often 
then they, if they were in their conscious mind, would make that choice. So be careful who you share your body with. Such a sacred act. And I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying don't explore your edges and find out who you are and try kinky stuff and all of that stuff. And you can find safe people to do that with. Create boundaries and safety inside of that and, you know, do what you do. But just know there's consequences. Some of those consequences can be as detrimental as, as a uh, STD. And some of them can be emotional consequences. I've had that experience multiple times where I was flying high and I, you know, had sex with somebody who wasn't flying high but looked good to my animal body. And for weeks, weeks, my vibration was low. And I had to keep paying attention. What is that? Every time you make a decision from that space, this is the consequence. So pay attention. Number four. This one is near and dear to my heart and something that I share often. Number four is be present with who is in your space. And what I mean by that is if you're calling in the one, sometimes that's going to require you to date the two, the three, the five, the six, and the seven. What you don't want to do is skip slash miss the lessons, miss the the things that will make you a better husband or wife later on. Because there's practice, there's reps. If I only went to the gym when I knew, you know, (laughs) if I only went to the gym once a year, I probably wouldn't have the muscles that I was calling in. It takes practice. Everything takes practice. And so if somebody's in your space that, that you know isn't it, but, but there feels like there's something there for you, and you lean in. The, the two women that I dated before Alexi, I had those conversations with. One of them, literally, I remember this crystal clear. I was like, what do you think this is? And she was like, oh, I, don't, I don't think it's it. I was like, yeah, same. I said, do you want to continue? Do you want to like lean in and just see what happens if we just open our hearts and, and like learn from each other? Because I could be open to that. She said, yeah, I could be open to that as well. And so we entered the relationship knowing that we weren't it for each other. She was the two. But she set me up for the one. Be present. Wherever you are, you don't get to keep your heart shut down and then all of a sudden open it when somebody comes in. That's not how it works. Whatever you practice more of, you get more of. So if you're practicing keeping your heart closed and keeping people at a distance, when you call in the one, that is exactly what's going to happen and you may sabotage that which you've been calling in for years. Last one, number five, trust your intuition. There is a still small voice that is always speaking. Sometimes that voice gets clouded and drowned out by all the other noise of your genitals and society and swiping left and right and all the other things that are a part of uh, this uh, one living generation. But I want to remind you that there's something inside of you that knows that's beyond cognitive thought. If, you're, if you get a hit 
that this isn't it, trust it and make decisions from there. If you get a hit that it is, trust it and make decisions from there. Trusting your intuition will literally never fail you. And I know for some of you right now, you're saying, but how do I know what's my intuition and what's, what's not? I can tell you briefly, and I'll, I'll do an entire podcast on this. Uh, for me, my intuition is the first thought, first thing that comes to mind, first thing that comes to heart. Boom, do that. Kiss her, grab her hand, give her a hug, ask her a question. That. Second thought, you sure? What if she, oh, she looks kind of busy. Third thought, bro. She hasn't grabbed your hand. She hasn't asked you a question. Fourth thought, screw it. Just do it later. So the first thought was grab her hand. Second thought was talking me out of it. Third thought, I'm really out. And fourth thought, off to the races. Trust that, mm, that quick hit. Boom, there it is. What's that? What is it asking me? What is it telling me? Where is it leading me? There is so much magic when we trust our intuition. I hope that this landed for any of you. Relationships are the greatest workshop you'll ever get in. The most challenging, most challenging thing I've ever stepped into and also the most fulfilling and the most rewarding. I wouldn't have my kids without Alexi. I wouldn't be the man I am today without Alexi. I wouldn't be as wealthy and abundant as I am without Alexi. My wife challenges the absolute dog shit out of me. And because of that, I am a better human. So just understand that what, when you say you're calling in the one, it isn't all rainbows and butterflies. It's real as fuck. And you're going to want to run. You're going to want to make up a story that this isn't the one. But it is. And you'll know. Because uh, <laughs> on one breath, it'll feel extremely uh, elating and, and, and beautiful and abundant. And on another breath, it'll feel like scary. A lot will come up. You'll want to run because you're, you're so exposed. You want to run because they aren't giving you the attention that you want in the way that you want it at the moment that you want it. There's so much to this. More to come. I love you all so much. PrestonSmiles.com forward slash stretch dash 22, the number. If you want to work with me, put in the application soon. Uh, We do these probably every four months. Uh, It's a beautiful closed container where I really hold people to their highest with some of my amazing ninja coaches. You'll see. Just go to the website. Check it out. I love you guys so much. Guys, I'm deeply grateful for your love and your attention. If you are new to the family and you have not subscribed or reviewed or rated this podcast, I ask that you do that right now. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate your attention and I truly appreciate you being a part of the Love's Voice family. Let's go. Yeah.